I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take D.C. on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 864 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Monday. More importantly, happy July 4th Eve. I'm excited for a big day tomorrow. We have the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. We have wall-to-wall Major League Baseball. Hopefully hopefully they'll be wearing uh, their cool American flag hats. Always look forward to that. Uh, But we got a lot to get to. I have a play on the Hot Dog Eating Contest, which may surprise you a little bit. No, we're not going to lay a minus 5,000 with Joey Chestnut, the GOAT. But I have a way to attack the over-under uh, hot dogs eaten. Uh, so over-under 72.5. Which direction are we going? Stay tuned for that. I got a contrarian play for you. And then four bets in Major League Baseball. Uh, so excited to share these with you also, including uh, a couple short money lines, a couple value plays. So let's see if we can get off uh, get off our July 4th weekend on the right foot. Uh, last time we talked, guys, Epic Friday, 5-1 plus 2.82 units. If you remember, we had the Cubbies. San Francisco, the Dodgers, Tampa Bay. We had the Reds. Actually went out to a um, uh, this concert, outdoor uh, concert with my uh, my fiance, and I was watching the Reds score. And she's like, "What are you doing watching that score for?" I'm like, "Because the Reds are down. We need to come back." And they came up huge, an extra inning, so the Reds cash for us. Uh, Orioles were the only loss that night, five and one again, plus two point eight two units. Uh, UFC. How about a one and zero in biting in the UFC? Our guy Morales absolutely rolled for us. Remember sharp line move. He had that massive. Youth advantage, 24 years old versus 37 years old. He was younger, taller, longer reach, line move. He had the he had the whole shebang, as we like to say. So it's great to see a 1-0 there in UFC. Uh, so I'm excited for a July 4th week here to get off again, as I mentioned, hopefully on a hot note. So uh, four Major League Baseball bets, got to play in the hot dog eating contest. And I know uh, all y'all, you're running out to the grocery store getting your, your hot dogs, your burgers, your s'mores. Uh, how can I have some more if I haven't had any yet? I don't know if I'll be able to mix in uh, the uh, the Sandlot here, which is always a favorite on Fourth of July. I always love the part where they try uh, they try uh, chewing tobacco for the first time and they boot it 
uh, all in the uh, in the Ferris wheel. So that's always not the Ferris wheel, but that like like Mindy Race or whatever thing they went on there. Uh, but anyway, guys, a uh, lot to get to, as I mentioned, real quick. We'll jump into some housekeeping, and then we're going to run through some plays for today. So if you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com slash newsletter, plug in your email, hit submit, boom. takes you five seconds, and then once you do that, you'll be glad you did because moving forward, that means every single morning when you wake up, you're going to get a little email from us. It's going to say from Bill at VEASAN. That's Bill Adi, my boss, who runs VEASAN, uh, and it's going to Pretty much tell you all the big sweats that day, recaps from the previous day in the betting market, but really focusing on what are the big games, you know, what's the the team at VEASAN really focused on, what are we writing about with our analysts, uh, what games do we have pinpointed. So gets you excited to get back into the arena each day with kind of an outline and a preview for that day. It's almost like, remember back in the day, you know, in high school and in college, you had the syllabus uh, when you first got your, um, when you had like the first day of class, it was kind of like the daily syllabus here. Uh, for uh, for sports betting. So you also get promos for legal sports books. I see a couple good ones here, BetMGM and DraftKings. Again, take advantage. They want your business. You want to shop for the best line, so it's a win-win. So if you're looking to open up that extra account, uh, again, that's a good place to start there in our newsletter. You also get links to all of our podcasts, uh, as well as all of our articles. A lot of talk about Wimbledon today, so I'll be honest, I'm not a big tennis guy, uh, but if you're looking about Wimbledon, our team of tennis experts have you covered. Uh, as well as uh, Dave Tooley's takes. Always love reading what Dave has to say. He's kind of a mentor of mine uh, and does a really good job with his plays. And you also get my sharp report every day for Major League Baseball. So all included when you sign up for the newsletter, vcin.com slash newsletter. Then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, we'd love for you to become a vcin all-access pro member. Uh, we have a great promo right now. It's called the NFL Early Bird Special. So it's $175. I know that's a lot of money, but you bite the bullet, and then you'll be glad you did because it's going to cover you all the way now until uh, February 11th of 2024, so the entire football season through the Super Bowl. We call it the NFL Early Bird Special, but it's all sports included. So you'll get uh, every single all sports included, but you're going to get every single best bet pick sent to your inbox multiple times throughout the day from all the guests and the hosts at VEASAN, a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, all the articles beyond the paywall, the great DraftKings percentages, as well as all of our betting guides. And we just dropped our NFL betting guide, uh, which just came out here. So give it a shot. Uh, if you're looking to save money, this is the best discount all year. Again, I know it's a lot up front, but you pay the 175 and you'll be covered all the way until February 11th. Best way to save some money for the, uh, for the busy season here, which it's kind of slow now, but it's picking up here. Uh, but anyway, that's VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And of course, we'd love for you to become uh, a follower of ours on Twitter because Twitter is a great resource for sports bettors, uh, letting you know really information quickly, immediately. Although I would say it was an epic, epic uh, you know, cluster over the weekend with Twitter because Elon Musk, what a, what a smart genius he is by limiting the number of tweets you can, you can view. That's always great uh, when you have a product and you say, hey, you want more? Let me give you less. So I think Twitter is kind of getting a little bit better, but uh, I couldn't even really access Twitter all weekend. It kept saying rate limit exceeded. So Elon Musk, a uh, very smart man, very dumb man, if you ask me. But hopefully Twitter uh, is, is not going to be ruined here. Uh, so hopefully we're back to normal. I did notice it got a little bit better, but you're not alone if you had Twitter issues over the weekend. Uh, but it just kind of shows you when Twitter's down or something's up with it, how much we rely on it, or at least I do, for news, breaking injuries, following local beat reporters, creating a gambling community, being able to direct message other bettors. Uh, Twitter's where you get info first. And as sports bettors, that can really be the difference between a win and a loss, getting that info and being able to act on it before the odds makers adjust. So uh, hopefully Twitter's still alive and kicking. Uh, and if, if it is, I would recommend following at Live, and you can follow me at Josh underscore insights. 
can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at vison.com. So to start the day here, guys, on a Monday, as we, uh, again, I call it the July 4th Eve. It almost kind of feels like a little Christmas Eve-ish because uh, July 4th is one of my favorite holidays. Obviously, uh, you get to celebrate our independence and being an American and how lucky we are to be in the best country in the world. But also, what's better than a nice sunny day? And I will admit, it's been raining pretty much every day all summer in Boston, which I'm trying to get my yard into into good shape here because we're going to have a uh, – my wedding is now less than 30 days away, guys. So we're going to have a big Friday night barbecue, and I'm trying to get my lawn to look good. I've been using fertilizer. I've been doing grass seed. Uh, so I like the rain because it's making my lawn look pretty good, and I want to brag to my dad and uh, my uncles and all my relatives. But also, I'm like, okay, enough rain because I don't want it to rain uh, on our on our wedding weekend here. So – uh, either way, guys, uh, hopefully the rain holds up. But again, July 4th, if you can find yourself in a backyard uh, with a burger in hand and a, a Sam Adams in the other, hanging with friends, chilling, uh, you know, just passing the time. To me, that's one of the uh, the highlights of my year. So I'm excited for a big 4th of July tomorrow. But anyway, you didn't come here for 4th of July conversation. You came for some hopefully winning plays today. So knock on wood, we're going to dive right in, guys. Four Major League Baseball sweats and then going to take a short break. And then once we get back, I'm going to give you a contrarian bet on the Nathan's hot dog eating contest. Uh, and I'm going to tell you why you shouldn't bet a minus 5,000 on Joey Chestnut to win. You should instead target his over under hot dogs eaten. So stay tuned for that play at the end. But anyway, guys, let's dive right in. First sweat for Major League Baseball for me today. Got some really good CLV on this game. Uh, I'm going to go Miami Marlins, baby. Marlins at home against St. Louis. This is a seven uh, or sorry, 6.40 p.m. Eastern time start. Uh, Cardinals are 35 and 48. They just took two or three against the Yankees. They won Sunday's series finale five to one as a minus one ten home favorite. Meanwhile, the Marlins forty eight and thirty seven, but they just got swept at the Braves. They lost six to three yesterday as a plus one ninety road dog. So for tonight's series opener, the Cardinals are going with ready Miles Michaelis, who's four and five with a four point four four ERA. Meanwhile, the Marlins will counter with lefty Braxton Garrett, who's four and two with a three point five three ERA. So what have we seen across the market here? Well, a lot of early respected money went Marlins. A lot of late money's going Marlins. So I'm on the fish here, guys. I actually got the fish at minus 125 this morning. I'm loving the fact that Miami's now up to minus 135, minus 140. Always mention this, gift and a curse. Not great if you didn't bet it yet because now we're going to have to pay a little more juice. But it, is, but it is a good thing as you pay that more juice because it tells you that despite the line going up, wise guys are still hitting Miami, causing this line to rise in their favor. So Miami actually opened as low as a... Very short, minus 110, minus 115 home favorite. Again, for morning bets, and when I wrote the Sharp Report, they're up to minus 125, and again, now up to minus 135, minus 140. So pretty consistent one-sided sharp movement on Miami. Now, Miami's getting 68% of bets, but 80% of the money. So it tells you kind of public's leaning Marlins, but also the big sharp uh, money here is going fish as well. One good system match that I love with Miami, it would be a non-division home favorite getting five cents of steam or more. So you don't have to worry about that divisional dog angle. Uh, you can take the uh, home team with the last at bat in the crowd, the favorite they're expected to win. But most importantly, it's that five cents of steam or more in your direction, telling you the smart money's uh, really kind of in your in your uh, direction. But that system is 171 and 106 this year, 62%. Marlins, they have the better bats. They're hitting 260 versus 252 for the Cardinals. They have the better pitching. Team ERA 4.07 versus 4.52. Uh, and then also looking at our uh, bullpen rating system from my buddy Steve Mackinnon, they're a plus six, the fish in the bullpen, minus two for St. Louis. Uh, and then also you have Marlins with the better bats. Or sorry, I mentioned that. Uh, Miami is 25 and 12 as a favorite. They're 39 and 27 against righties. 
and they're 25 and 15 at home. So they're a favorite at home against already tonight, all, all winning angles. Meanwhile, St. Louis just 14 and 18 as a dog nine and 11, excuse me, against lefties and just 18 and 23 on the road. They're a dog against a lefty on the road tonight, all losing situations. And then lastly, a little correlative betting value. Uh, this total is eight. And it is. It was kind of weird. It was juiced up over eight over minus one fifteen. It completely flipped now. It's eight under uh, minus one fifteen. So that's actually a good sign for Miami because correlative betting value favorite low total. I always mention this, uh, but if you're on a favorite, you prefer a low total, which would be eight or less, because the fewer amount of expected run scored are might more likely to come from the better team. If you're on a dog, you want a high total, which would be nine or higher. And again, remember eight and a half is right down the middle. So nine or higher would be a high total. More expected runs scored, more variance, more upset opportunities, benefits a dog. But you add it all up, guys. Easy, you know the Cliff's Notes version of this game is early money Miami. You know, uh, la- la- basically late night last night my, my, uh, Miami money, early morning Miami money, early afternoon Miami money. The line has continued to rise in in favor of the fish. So I'm going fish here, guys. Got a minus 125 this morning. Hint, hint. Listen to the morning bets pod. Uh, now looking at a minus 135, minus 140 uh, for the fish. But let's go, Marlins. Keep on cruising. Uh, to me, this is a value play. Uh, I don't love the fact that it's ticked down a little bit here, but I'm going to dance with the one who brung me. I'm sticking with the Atlanta Braves, guys. Uh, talk about Atlanta uh, as a morning bets pod play. Now, I got a bad Atlanta uh, minus 155 this morning. They're now down to around minus 150, minus 145. So don't love the fact that this line has gotten uh, gone away from Atlanta. Uh, obviously, if you didn't bet Atlanta yet, you're getting a better number at this point. But I'm going to stick with Atlanta here. A couple reasons to like the Braves. Uh, just some background here. Uh, they're 56 and 27. They're 16 and one. I had to double check that last 17 games with they're the best team in base or not the best team. Uh, I think Tampa Bay has a slightly better record, uh, but they are the hottest team in baseball. They just swept Miami at home. They won six to three yesterday as a minus 230 home favorite. Meanwhile, Cleveland. 41 and 42. They just took two or three at the Cubbies. They won eight to six yesterday in 10 innings as a minus 108 road favorite. Uh, so for the pitching matchup, big reason why I'm going to go Braves here is uh, Bryce Elder. He's been really good. Six and one, 2.44 ERA against Gavin Williams, who's better his last start, but he's still a rookie. 0 and 0, 2.84 ERA. Uh, but for Elder, in his 16 starts this year, Braves are 12 and four. And he's actually been better on the. Um, he's been better on the road than at home, which is kind of ironic at home 3.09 ERA. So still pretty good, but on the road 1.43. So again, even though this line has dipped a little bit, it's come down about 10 cents away from Atlanta toward Cleveland, which again, if you like Cleveland, you got to admit some respected money has been hitting the tribe here or the guardians, I should say, but I have so many good system matches on Atlanta that I'm sticking with the Braves. So one would just be this classic interleague favorite, the lack of familiarity benefiting quote unquote, the better team. But in particular, if you are a road interleague favorite, remember we talked about the system quite a bit, uh, but those teams are 76 and 43, 64%, 9% ROI uh, road interleague favorite off a win. You just add one more layer to it, taking in some momentum after a, a victory, 48, 19, 72% with a 20% ROI uh, big advantage at the plate for Atlanta. They're hitting 272 versus 248 for the guardians. Atlanta is 49 and 23 as a favorite. They're 43 and 22 against righties and they're 26 and 12 on the road. They also have the fresher bullpen here, hopefully an advantage with elder over Williams, uh, but fresher pen last three games, the Braves have pitched 8.2 innings versus 12 for the Cleveland guardians. So add it all up guys. Again, I don't love the fact that, you know, I got a bad, this is, so this is a dance with the one who brought me play. I got a bad minus 155 thinking, Hey, this thing's going to creep up closer to minus 160. It went the other way. So fully admit 
Bite at the apple here. Respected money probably said, hey, there's value with Cleveland at that plus money price. But I'm sticking with the Braves, guys. If, if Braves are red hot, uh, they have a bunch of advantages, interleague favorite system match. If Cleveland beats me, I'll tip my cap. But I got to go Braves in this one. Now I think it's a, a value play based on the price. So for the purposes of the pod now, looking at the Braves, minus 145. Next bet for you, another value play. Uh, this is a uh, don't overthink it type play. I'm going with the Minnesota Twinkies. Give me the Twins at home tonight. Shop round. It's a big number. I got the Twins at minus 220. So you want to, again, shop round. I see a 230 out there. I see a minus 217 out there. So always try to get the best number you can. Always think about uh, minimizing your risk, maximizing your reward. Uh, but this is a value play for me on Minnesota. Not a huge line move. You know, the open round minus 215, minus 220. They pretty much stayed where they're at. Uh, but a lot to like about the Twins in this spot. Um, number one pitching matchup, you have uh, Cox, a lefty, going for Minnesota. 0-1, sorry, going for Kansas City. 0-1, 2.25 ERA. Meanwhile, Joe Ryan, who's been great this year, 8-5, 3.44 ERA for the Twins. Uh, Joe Ryan's been good at home, 2.70 ERA versus 4.14 on the road. And Joe Ryan actually, uh, I don't know if it was opening day, but he got a win against Kansas City earlier this year. as a 7-4 win. He went six innings, one run, six Ks. So he's seen them before, hopefully. Uh, he's got some uh, you know advantage over them, knows how to attack the hitters of KC. Uh, much better bullpen for, for uh, the, the Minnesota Twins. That's a, they're a plus 17 versus a minus 12, according to Steve Mackinan's power ratings. Both teams are hitting 230, but the difference here is the, is the pitching. 3.60 ERA for Minnesota, 5.20 for Kansas City. Uh, the Royals, 22-49 and 49 as a dog. Uh, they're just 18-41 and 41 against righties. They're 12-28 and 28 on the road. Only Oakland's been worse on the road. Meanwhile, Minnesota, 32-21 uh, and 21 as a favorite, 23-19 and 19 at home. They have the fresher bullpen. Uh, last three games, seven innings pitched versus 11 innings pitched. And I do have some system matches here. One would be a Monday home favorite with Steam. Uh, that's 64% this year with a 4% ROI. So, again, if Kansas City beats me, I'll, I'll tip my cap. But to me, this is spot-to-back Minnesota. I forgot to mention, Minnesota and Kansas City, they've played seven games this year. Minnesota 6-1. and one. So I think it's a good spot here uh, to back Minnesota. Again, as always, bet Tris first bet to win. Uh, but I'm on Minnesota at minus 220. Then last bet of the night for you, I'm going with the San Francisco Los Gigantes. Give me the G-Men. Got the G-Men here, guys, at minus 135. They're at home, uh, 945 game against Seattle. Pitching matchup here is Wu, Brian Wu, going for Seattle. 1-1, one 4.37 one, ERA, facing Logan Webb, the ace for San Fran, who's 7-7 seven seven with a 3.43 ERA. So right off the bat, San Fran taking in some money. San Fran opened uh, as low as a minus 125 home favorite. They're now up to minus 135. I see one book around minus 140. So pretty one-sided movement in favor of the Giants, what I also like about the Giants is it's pretty much a 50-50 bet split. So public's down the middle. They don't know where to go. They see a minus number San Fran. They see Seattle getting some plus money, and they don't know which side to take. However, 50-50 uh, bet split, theoretically a line shouldn't move at all, but yet we're seeing this line go to San Fran. So it tells me the bigger, sharper wagers, the more respected money is going with the Giants here. Uh, Giants would also match uh, just some basic uh, systems here. Interleague favorite. So, again, lack of familiarity, benefiting the better team. Also, correlative betting, favorite low total. Told this game is 7.5, really juiced up under, like it's looking like it's getting down to 7. So maybe like a 4-1, to 4-2 to two game San Fran, something like that. Uh, better bats for the Giants, they're hitting 249 versus 231 for Seattle. And also kind of a buy-low-sell high. Seattle just uh, won two straight against Tampa. 
San Fran just lost two straight. Uh, who was that? I think against the Mets. Um, so again, buy low, sell high, and then also San Fran in this spot. They're twenty and eighteen as a favorite. They're thirty four and thirty against righties, and they're twenty three and nineteen at home, all winning angles. Meanwhile, Seattle eight and sixteen as a dog, twenty one and thirty two against righties, sixteen and twenty two on the road, and also big advantage here bullpen rating system. Uh, Seattle's a plus four, so they're positive, but San Francisco Giants are plus sixteen. So advantage with Webb, you would think on paper, knock on wood, hope that uh, shows up in reality, but also better bullpen here. So I'm going with San Fran, guys. Give me the G-Men. Shop around. I got the G-Men at minus 135. So our four-pack tonight, can we get three or more? I'm on Miami. I got a minus 125 this morning, now around minus 140. Braves, minus 145. Minnesota, minus 220. And San Fran, minus 135. As always, Bet to risk versus bet to win. That means every play we always mention on the pod is risking one unit. What what does one unit mean to you? Whatever it is, take your starting bankroll, which is your disposable income, the money you've set aside specifically and only for sports betting, and multiply that by 0.03, 3%. That's what you should risk every game. So if you have 100 bucks, it means you're risking $3 a game. You're not betting to win 3 bucks a game. You're betting to risk always uh, your unit size. And then you just grind that uh, until you uh, maybe – Usually what you do is uh, in the summer, you know, kind of right about now before football season starts, you can adjust your bankroll. Whether you went up or down, multiply your new starting bankroll by .03, boom. If you had a good a good month or a good, uh, you know, good year, maybe you're betting, you know, four bucks a game instead of three. If you struggled, maybe bring it down to two. But either way, as always, especially when we talk these minus numbers in baseball, it's always a bet to risk first bet to win. Uh, so Minnesota, uh, San Fran, Atlanta, and Miami. That's what I'll be sweating here tonight on 4th of July Eve. Uh, but that about does it for the first half of the pod here, guys, episode 864. But I got one more thing to talk about. If you haven't bet a Nathan's hot dog eating contest with me yet, you've, you haven't truly lived. So I got a, a play for you, uh, as well as some other kind of angles I'm monitoring. But I'm going to give you a bet on the hot dog eating contest, and I'm going to tell you why it's similar to the NBA and NHL draft. When we return on episode 864 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with in the arena, approaching betting from a sharp, data-driven, contrarian angle, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. It's an election year, so there's a lot of focus on the voters that TikTok is reaching. 
The initial reaction is like, oh, things are looking so resilient. I don't want to be too pessimistic, but I just don't see the political will down in Washington right now to, to change their tune. I think the American electorate has been signaling that it expects a rematch of the 2020 election. These are unprecedented times. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Major League Baseball season is the best time of year to become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Get access to hourly pro tips, best bets from VEASAN experts, daily articles, power rankings, and expanded digital content and tools to help you become a better better. Just go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe for more information. All right, everyone, we are back at it. Episode 864 on a Monday here of the VEASAN Market Insights pod. Talk some baseball. Uh, obviously had a great Friday, 5-1 and one plus 2.82 units. Morales came up bigly for the team and biting over the weekend. So it's nice to see our uh, UFC hot streak going. And you know what, guys? Give me one data-driven sharp play in UFC per weekend. I'll just keep grinding. I like it. I kind of like having one bet. I like to have typically like two or three. If I'm hanging with my buds and the drinks are flowing and we order the pay-per-view, I'll bet on them all. But uh, it's nice to kind of be disciplined and just have a nice little 1-0 and uh, as we can stack as many of those as we can. But anyway, I'm on Miami, Atlanta, San Francisco, and Minnesota here tonight. But now let's go to the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. So uh, I want to kind of hit on this, talk about it a little bit, and then uh, and I'm going to give you my play here. So if number one, if you haven't known yet or realized or if you haven't bet it yet, uh, I want you to know that you can bet on the Nathan's Hot Dog Eating Contest. Now, shop around. Different books have different numbers. Uh, some books uh, have it available. Some don't. Um, but it is considered kind of a novelty bet or a prop bet, and prop is short for a proposition bet. Um, but really, it's kind of one of the most popular, I would say, um, unconventional uh, events here that you can bet on, sporting or athletics. Do you call it athletics? Like, you know, is NASCAR an athletic sport? If you just, you know, get in a car and put your pedal to the metal and drive, you know, is competitive eating an athletic sport if you just eat a lot? So obviously you can play around the definition of, you know, what's, what, what's a sport and what isn't. But you can bet on the hot dog eating contest. And every year, obviously, uh, it's Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut, I don't have the numbers for you. He wins them all. The guy's ridiculous. Uh, he's the GOAT. He's the Babe Ruth. He's the Otani of competitive eating. Um, but really kind of what's kind of difficult with um, with Joey Chestnut is that every year he's a massive favorite. So you can't really bet on him. I mean, t- technically you can. But, for example, he's minus 5,000 uh, to, uh, to win the hot dog eating contest. Now, what does that mean? Also, Mickey Sudo, she's the, the female uh, uh, contestant here. She's also minus 5,000. So both are huge favorites. They always win. There's really no benefit here to take a shot on a dog. Um, and because of these prices, you know, really the books, they protect themselves because they, they know Sudo and Chestnut are going to win, but they're going to make you risk so much money to win so little that it's not really worth it here. Um, so there's no reason to bet it. Uh, again, you're just you're, the juice isn't worth the squeeze. You're risking too much. You're getting too little in return. So I'm not going to bet on who will win. But what I am going to bet on 
is over under hot dogs. So this is where it gets interesting. And I, and why I mentioned before how I'm going to give you an example of how the hot dog eating contest is kind of like the NBA and NHL draft, at least this past year. Why? Because we had Wenbanyama, a massive favorite in the NBA to go one overall. And we had Connor Bedard, massive favorite in the NHL to go one overall. So just like Chestnut and Sudo, you know, they're going to be the winner. They're going to go one overall. They're going to win this thing unless something totally insane happens. Uh, but as a result of the price, again, no reason to bet it. What I like to do is look at the over-under. Now, I'll be fully honest with you guys. Uh, I have bet the hot dog eating contest for a while here. I want to say my first time was maybe 2011 uh, when I first started getting into in the, in the industry, when I first worked at Sports Insights, and I realized, hey, you can bet on this. Uh, and, you know, uh, my sister actually used to live in Brooklyn, so Coney Island is not far away. Um, obviously went through COVID, uh, where it was kind of the only thing going on. They had to do it inside. But it's kind of a, a festive uh, event here. Like, you know, you have 4th of July. Everyone's waving the American flag. You're eating hot dogs in someone's backyard anyway. So there's kind of a, um, a public sentiment, a public excitement. It's also, I think, on at 11 a.m. or like noon. It's like early on ESPN here. Uh, and it's funny. They'll do like the uh, – there's a contest here. I forgot the guy's name. He's a big guy. But he would win like the – um, the lemonade drinking contest. So there's all kinds of things going on, but it's a rite of passage. It's an event. It's kind of um, intrinsic to being an American and we can bet on it. So anyway, can't bet the chestnut to win prices too much. What I did notice though, is that Joey chestnut is taking some smart money to the under. Now his over under was 73 and a half. And now it's down to 72 and a half. So you got to think of it this way. This is the most public betting event. I mean, this is like the Super Bowl. Obviously, it doesn't generate the handle of the Super Bowl, but um, there's a lot of $5 average Joe bets. That's, yeah, take yeah take Chestnut to win and take the over. That, you're, you're an American. You're a red, you're red-blooded American, red, white, and blue. Take Chestnut and the over. So there's a big public um, kind of parlay mentality of, hey, just bet the over. You want to root on something, root for something affirmative, something positive, something happening versus not happening. So if you're looking at the betting market, 70% of bets or more, pretty much any book you look at, are going chestnut over, 70, 73 and a half. But yet, we're seeing reverse line movement on the under. It opened 73 and a half. Now it's down to 72 and a half. So why is the line dropping? Why are the number of hot dogs dropping if the majority of bets are taking the chestnut over? That tells me that it is a contrarian, sharp reverse line move when the betting line moves away from the popular side, the over, in this case, toward the unpopular side, the under. Uh, and it's also just a big contrarian play, a huge public event. Uh, and everyone's got a, you know, uh, red, white, and blue, and they're Ether Nathan's hot dog eating contest, and they're going to bet Chestnut over. But yet we're seeing this thing fall. So I'm not going to overthink it, guys. Chestnut last year, he ate 63 dogs. Uh, his record, I believe, is 76. Now, he had 63 last year. I bet the over. He came up short. But there was something weird where there was a protester where he gave – remember, if you guys remember this, he put the protester in a chokehold. And he just kept eating once the security brought the guy down. So he probably could have had more than 63. You know, I think he, we wasted like 15 seconds on the getting putting a chokehold on the protester. So maybe he probably should have had like 66 maybe. But either way, guys, this line gets so high. Everyone bets the over every year, yet we're seeing this line fall. So to me, this is a classic data-driven play. And this is kind of the beauty of data-driven betting, whether it's UFC, whether it's any of the major sports. Uh, if you can interpret the market and the numbers – you don't have to know anything about eating hot dogs uh, other than they taste great. The glizzies, I'll take them all day. But you can read the way the market is moving based on interpreting the data. So when you have a majority of bets on the over for Chestnut, yet the line's dropping, this is a play for me, guys, on the under 72.5. So give me 
Nathan's hot dog eating contest, Joey Chestnut under 72 and a half. A classic contrarian reverse line move play. And I hope they don't rescind my American citizenship as I'm uh, being in, um, I don't know, being being an anti-chestnut guy taking the under. But, you know, what I like more than, uh, you know, being – actually, I like nothing more than being American. But you know what I like even more? I like money more. So let's see if we can get an under here. I'm on chestnut under 72.5 dogs. Uh, that about does it for today's VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, episode 864 on July 3rd, uh, 4th of July Eve here, guys. So I know you got a lot to get to. you got to get your party ready. you got to get all your, uh, all, your, um, uh, all your foods to go and everything set. And ready, uh, and ready for a backyard barbecue. Uh, but either way, guys, we will do a pod tomorrow. I'll do morning bets. I don't know if I'm going to do the market insights because I'm supposed to go to a, a, my friend's barbecue tomorrow. I'll definitely do morning bets. Keep an eye out for that. You may or may not get a market insights pod from me tomorrow. Um, i got to check and see if, uh, if, I, if I'll be doing that. But anyway, if you enjoy the pod, uh, if you have become a sharper better by listening to the Market Insights pod or the Morning Bets pod, and you never really – you love betting on sports, but you never really had a blueprint of how to attack betting – now you do. You're looking at data. You're looking at line movement. You're looking at betting percentages. You're going contrarian. You're betting against the public. You're looking at low bets, higher dollars. Excuse me. You're looking at betting systems. Uh, you are now um, a data-driven better in, ter- excuse me, in terms of flat betting and not parlaying because parlays are a handout to that. Now I got the hiccups. Parlays are a handout to the house. Uh, if the pot has helped you at all along in your sports betting journey and you want to contribute to my wedding fund and make me happy and let me know you appreciate the hard work that I put in grinding in the arena every day, then guess what? Do me a favor. Go to Amazon.com. Type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Buy a copy of my book for you or for a friend. It would mean the world to me, guys. It's got everything I've learned in the industry. How lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, chapters in all the major sports. It's all included in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So uh, grab a copy. Buy one for a buddy of yours. It would mean a lot to me, guys. And make me happy. You want you want you want to wish me a good uh, a good lifetime of happiness with my bride to be. Uh, contribute to the wedding fund. Go buy go buy a copy of my book. But anyway, guys, that about does it. Uh, reminder, as always, uh, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods, or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, breaking handle records every day or every month, I should say, in the great state of New York or around my neck of the woods uh, with the Encore Boston or Plain Ridge Park Casino or MGM Springfield in Massachusetts, or out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walter sends his number runners, where the lowest juice is pos- possible is found at the South Point, or, of course, Stadium Swim. Sweat and Sharp Contrarian plays with Stormy in the crew at Circa, getting a victory burger at the end of the night, uh, or the Mandalay Bay or the Superbook. Wherever it might be, you're going to walk up to me. You're going to show me the best ticket of the weekend. A Morales ticket, a little biting in the UFC. Younger, taller, longer reach, line move, low bets, higher dollars. You can't draw up a better data-driven play than Morales. So flash me a Morales ticket. First one's on me. Next one's on you. We're going to post about the book. Sweat Sharp Contrarian plays all night long. But I wish you the best of luck, everyone. Enjoy your 4th of July Eve. If I don't see you tomorrow or talk to you, again, I'll do morning bets, but I don't know if I'll do market insights because uh, I might already be imbibing and eating my own hot dogs. I'll put my over-under at uh, five and a half for tomorrow, five and a half dogs. Uh, but first one's on me. Next one's on you guys. Have a great 4th of July and just, uh, just don't take any chewing tobacco before you go on the, uh, the mind eraser, like in Sandlot. We don't, we don't want anyone booting on 4th of July, uh, but have a great holiday guys. Enjoy being an American. Enjoy, uh, betting on the hot dog contest. Go chestnut, but just please 72 or less. Uh, but I know we're going to have to sweat this thing. Uh, so enjoy the weekend or sorry, enjoy the uh, holiday guys. My parting words, as always stay sharp. Stay contrarian. Bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with 
the smart money. Never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not. But we are playing a long game, and if we can consistently get down and we see games that fit our model against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some CLV. If we can do that, we're going to be successful sports bettors. So enjoy the fireworks, everyone. Go under 72 and a half dogs. Have a great 4th of July. Good luck. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters— With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.